Listener Production. Hey there, I'm Ben Sion Siebert, and this is your afternoon briefing. Thousands of people marched down the streets of St Kilda, south of Melbourne, yesterday for the annual Victorian LGBTIQA plus Pride March at Midsummer Festival. Queer and ally police officers were among the marchers joining the celebration when about 50 people tried to block the officers' way. Some of them were chanting, Cops kill gays, and there were banners that read, No cops at Pride. Victoria Police says some of the protesters threw paint balloons at its members. And there's also footage of uniformed police officers shoving protesters. There is a documented history of police brutality against queer people going back decades in Australia, including and especially at pride marches like Midsummer and Mardi Gras. As a bisexual person, I know many people in the queer community who feel police have no right to step foot in a pride march because of this history and what they would say is an ongoing institutionalised homophobia within policing. Others see police marching with us as a sign of love, support and reconciliation. So should police march at Pride? Diane Minnis is a 78er, which means that she was at the very first Mardi Gras march in Sydney in 1978, where queer people were violently thrown into police vehicles and arrested en masse. Diane, thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a bit about your experience with police and Pride marches? Well, look, I was involved in demonstrations from the early 70s, but my first real exposure to police violence at Pride Marches was in 1973 in the um, Sydney demonstration that was part of the first nationally coordinated Gay Pride Week where I was arrested and luckily I got off the charges uh, and some other people were roughed up and arrested as well. But fast forward to 1978 and I was involved in the... uh, organisation of the first Mardi Gras and I marched in it and did see some pretty horrific police violence in King's Cross, people being thrown bodily into police wagons, some people having their heads bashed against the side of it, a lot of things like that, people being pulled by their hair and also uh, less violent but certainly a lot more arrests at subsequent demonstrations as part of the Drop the Charges campaign that followed that first Mardi Gras and those events were in July and August 1978. So quite a lot of experience with police and pride marches in that respect. Absolutely. So in uh, St Kilda over the weekend, there was the Midsummer Pride March and at that there was a group of about 50 marchers who confronted queer and ally police officers who were also marching in support of the LGBTIQA plus community in the parade. Now, police say that protesters threw paint balloons at them and there's also video of police officers being quite rough with some of the protesters. So in your view, should police be involved in pride marches? Look, I've got very mixed views, Sian, because in the 90s when police first started marching in Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras, it was really the Gay and Lesbian Liaison Officers who were and are police officers and they were, they were taking a stand and I'm sure they got a lot of flack from within the ranks of the police force for what they were doing. So these these were police officers who were marching? Police officers yep. who were gay and lesbian liaison officers. So I've got very mixed 
feelings. And, and today, the police who marched are allies or they're gay lesbian liaison officers and that sort of thing. So I've got very, very mixed feelings because I still don't feel comfortable with a group of police in uniform. Uh, I've seen plenty of other, if you like, lesser harassments than the ones I've mentioned previously of people at pride demonstrations and marches and various things like that. So the people individually are trying to do the right thing, but I don't know how much. I think the police force has changed in 45 years, but I don't know that, that everyone's changed. There's also video of some of the protesters chanting cops kill queers and Victoria Police Commissioner Shane Patton described the protesters' actions as abhorrent. He called them an ugly rabble and basically said that he had no time for the argument that they were making. How do you feel about this kind of confrontation happening at a Pride event? I think it undercuts the positive nature of the event. In marching in, in the Mardi Gras parade and for those marching in midsummer, it's standing up for our rights, it's being out and proud, it's saying to the world, you know, we're gay and lesbian, trans, bisexual, etc., and we have a right to be out here. I don't know, I, I don't think it's the right time to be doing that, and I think that more is to be gained by negotiation and education and by that level of confrontation. And it sounds like the police met with the same levels of violence, so, yeah. Mm. What do you think of the police reaction? Well, it's I, I didn't see it, uh, and I've only heard what you said about it, but I think it's uh, a little bit over the top. But when people are attacked, they do react. So as someone who was involved in the early Pride marches, as you mentioned, and you've experienced police violence yourself... How do you react to seeing young queer people taking this kind of action? Mm, again, I've got mixed feelings. I can see can see their points of view, but I don't think it's it's always the way to get things done. How do you think people should protest and people should get things done? I think people can protest without getting physical. Do you think police should attend in uniform? Look, I think there's lots of arguments about police in uniform and the uniform includes the gun in, in my view. I think there is some arguments for police attending not in uniform. So I think some people will object to police attending in any form. I'm sure as we've seen with police liaison officers that Police are trying to reconcile, or at least there's efforts to reconcile with the queer community for the history that's happened and for mm -hmm. the present. Is that an argument for police to walk in uniform to show that the institution itself and not just the individual queer and allied members of the police support the queer community? Look, it's certainly an argument. You know, I'd like to see proper discussions about police marching out of uniform or without guns or whatever as well. And I think there has been a genuine effort, but I, 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 don't think, I don't think that it extends to all police. And I think by the nature of their training, um, they react very strongly when they are challenged. And that can have its problems. And in 1978, just by being out on the streets at night, we... Um, we were a challenge to the then very corrupt Darlinghurst police. So, yes, there, there has been a big, big, big change since the 70s. 
in attitudes, but there are still homophobic elements within the police force. And I think it is good for them to show up in uniform and show that they're at least trying to do something about it. We hope we're not dealing with just a small bubble of people who are positive in the police force. And we hope that that culture changes. At the Mardi Gras March a couple of years back, it was the um, second year we were in, in the Sydney Cricket Ground during COVID. And the, uh, the New South Wales Police Commissioner proudly marched with her, her group in the parade. But at the same time, a 78er who was holding up uh, a little A3 handmade pro-Ukraine sign just after the Russian invasion was taken out by police and asked to leave. And we never got any explanation for that. So it's certainly pretty weird when we come from a situation where we're holding placards celebrating um, that year, 1973, I think it was, 1972, uh, where a lot of things happened in LGBTIQ plus history. Mm. So there can be a big difference between the official policy or the leadership of the police and what might still happen on the ground. Do you think that what happened at the Midsummer event has added to the divide between the queer community and police as an institution? That's a very broad question, Benson. And as I said, I wasn't there. I can't comment on the actual event. And I think we've certainly had people in Sydney who don't want police in the in the parade. Uh, they put up motions at the Mardi Gras, Sydney Gay Lesbian Mardi Gras AGM, saying that the police force should be disbanded and prisons should not exist. So. You know, it takes all types and it takes all views, but I think we should be able to um, have those views expressed without it being getting physical. Hmm. What do you think police should do, generally speaking, if they want to uh, reconcile with the queer community? Well, make more of an effort. I mean, there are liaison meetings that happen in Sydney, but there has not been one for a while, and I, I think they're becoming a little bit sort of routinised. Uh, and, and there's been various activists who've spoken at police training sessions down at the Goldman Academy and things like that. But really, I think they've got to make a, a sincere ongoing attempt to educate new police as they come through and weed out homophobic old-style coppers that are still around. And one final question. How do you feel as a queer person in the community in 2024 in comparison to the way that you might have felt at the time? Look, as an ageing lesbian, I probably feel a little bit safer than I did back in the day, in the 70s, but I still don't feel altogether safe. There's certainly an upsurge of right-wing activity in Australia. I mean, we've had so-called Christian Lives Matter thugs come and demonstrate outside trans demonstrations that I've been along to support. There's a growing right-wing backlash around the world and I think we've got to be very aware of that and very, very vigilant. Well, Diane, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Benson. Diane Minnis there. There is a wide spectrum of views among queer people and their allies about whether police are welcome at pride rallies. For myself, I think anything police can do to show solidarity with a marginalised community is a good thing. And queer police officers and their allies and their families should be able to celebrate and show solidarity safely, along with the rest of us. 
But it's clear the reckoning about that history and ongoing homophobia and transphobia within Australian policing is far from complete and building trust is going to take a long time. That's all we have time for in this afternoon's episode of The Briefing. We're always keen to hear your feedback and ideas for the show. Hit us up on Instagram, send us a DM and hit follow. We'll be back in your feed for The Morning Briefing at 6am. I'm Ben Siebert. Catch you then. Listener.